Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Get $750 cash towards the lease of our 2024 NX350 all-wheel drive. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease cash offer and pricing details. Restrictions apply. Not all customers will qualify. Offer available in the Lexus Eastern area in April 1st, 2024. I've made all the mistakes. I'll tell you everything not to do and everything <laughs> you should do. Barb figured it all out so you don't have to. Hello and welcome to Financials Podcast, Future Rich. I am your host, Barbara Ginty, and I'm a CFP, and I am here with my fan favorite, Potter. Hi, Potter. I'm I'm out from the shadows once again. We like to pull you out from behind the scenes here. I got to show my face once in a while. Show my voice. What? <laughs> yeah, highlight. Or yeah, show your voice. I like it. We have just had so many guest applications, so we haven't had a chance to chat yet this season. And for anyone who's waiting, we will be scheduling more guest slots coming up this summer. So summer of 2022, but we are running out of guest slots very quickly. So the guests we'll be recording in the summer are really for the fall. Yeah. So thank you so much to everyone who's reached out about being a guest. Um, We love hearing from you and we are always looking for follow-ups. If you have been a guest, get in touch. We want to hear from you again. Even if you know, you don't really feel like anything's changed. I might think something. Yeah, exactly. We still want the update. So yes, please reach out if you want to do a follow up episode. Or if you want to be a guest, I would definitely get your submissions in sooner rather than later. So we can get the rest of the season scheduled. And then I thought for something fun today, we don't really ever do this because we normally just focus on so much on individuals, personal situations. I thought we could kind of talk about the overall market because it's been in the news a lot. Yeah. I mean, things are crazy right now. And I feel like there's so many questions and so many unknowns. And I would love for you to explain to me what the hell is going on. (laughs) Well, I figured we could start with some of the lingo because I feel like, you know, if a doctor talked to me in medical school lingo or... I would have no idea what's going on. So we have so much lingo in this. So maybe we could kind of start with what is some of the lingo that we talk about. So I'm sure everyone's been hearing about a bear market and or a market correction. And I feel like Wall Street is synonymous with the bear and the bull. Totally. absolutely re- represent something, even though they don't. We all know the bear and the bull, but do we know what they mean? Not really. 
<laughs> so a bull market is an upward market, meaning you're going in the right direction. You're going up, making returns. So we won't spend too much time on that today because we are on the other end of it, uh, depending on what you're looking at. So we are probably pretty close to a bear market, depending on what index you're using to to look at. But so basically, a bear market is anything with a 20% drop. So that's from the peaks. So that's pretty substantial. And so what does a bear market mean for me, just like average person who might be wanting to invest a little bit, get my feet wet, is now a good time, is now a bad time? So I think if you, as long as you're an investor, so meaning investors in my mind have long-term horizon. So let's just use your work retirement account as an example. This is a great time because everything is 20% off. So I always like to draw the analogy because we'll just use shopping. If you went into your favorite store and you wanted to buy a shirt and you're like, oh, you know, we'll just say it's a very expensive shirt. It's $100. And you went in tomorrow and it was $80. You'd be like, great, I'm getting it at a discount. So same concept with the stock market or investments in general. If it's going down, you're buying it at a lower price point. And I think it should be viewed at as getting it on sale, especially when you're a long-term investor. We have a long time to go to retirement, Potter. So yeah. So I've got a few decades until (laughs) retirement. So can I think about this as the Sephora sale, basically? 100%. Everything's discounted. Okay. We're at the Sephora sale. But by that logic, does that mean that I should hold out, keep waiting, see if it goes lower? No, we should be buying as the sale, right? You could constantly be buying, especially if you're doing it through your retirement plan. So every pay period, you're buying more. Got it. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. I feel like what happens is you watch the news and they say we're having a market correction, which market correction is really only 10 to 20% decline. Bear market is a tw- is a 20% or greater decline. And so you hear the news and you sometimes hear your parents or your grandparents or people say, you know, this isn't a good time or I'm going to make changes to my investments and this is the, my favorite phrase and I'm going to wait till it gets better. The problem is you never know when it's going to get better and every situation is going to be different. So the average length is, I think, just under 300 days, but it could be shorter or it could be longer. And so to time the market is very difficult. So that's why I never recommend trying to time the market, but just staying in it when you're a long-term investor, you're getting to buy more when it's on sale than you would be if it was priced higher. Right. Okay. Can I tell you my understanding of what a market correction is? And can you tell me if I'm correct? Yes. Is that like it's still in an upward trend, but that upward line is a little zigzaggy and you're currently in one of the little downward? Correct. Yeah. So if you were looking at the line and you went up a little and then you went down, we'll say you went down probably a lot. You have to go down at least 11%. You got to be greater than 10%. That would be a correction. And then it can go, absolutely, it can go back up. But then if it keeps going down, let's say the next time it goes down, it doesn't go down. 11%, 11%, it goes down 21% over a period of time. And in and in that period, it could go up and down, up and down, up and down. But if you looked at the peak all the way to the bottom, if it's greater than 10, it's a correction. And if it's greater than 20, it's a bear market. Okay. And right now we're in bear zone. We're in bear zone. We're not, not everybody okay. is in the bear. Not everybody has turned into a bear, but we are definitely in the bear zone. The bears are encroaching. They're encroaching. We can see them, put it that way. 
we're not sure how we're going to get there. It just depends on, you know, there's a few ways to measure the markets. It just depends on how you're measuring the market. And well, this is, today is Tuesday, May 10. We're recording this. So if you're listening, you're not going to listen to it on Tuesday, May 10th, because we have to edit and then get this out to you. So it'll depend on what happens over the next couple of days if the bears come in full swing or not. So we're going to find out if it's like a Winnie the Pooh bear or like the bear from the Revenant. Right, exactly. But I feel like people get really nervous during this time horizon when we do have declines in the market. And I don't think it should be as scary as the media makes it out to be. And then the other fun thing that's on the news, if you're monitoring, that has an effect that has an effect on the market right now, um, I think it probably is inflation and the rising rate environment we're in. I feel like inflation is something we've really never talked about on the podcast because it really hadn't been something that was really affecting anybody. And now with gas prices being really high and car prices, there's certain areas inflation is hitting harder. Um, we're seeing yeah. that affect more people. When I hear inflation, I think like that's so 80s, but mm-hmm. um, 80s are back, baby. Mm-hmm. So my question is, should I be asking for a raise? You know, should I be? Well, I always, I always advocate ask, asking for a raise. I feel like I'm always like, ask for more money. You might be underpaid. So just blanket answer to that question is yes. But yes, specifically yes. right now, should I so ask remember for an inflation the cost raise? of living, people were always like, I need a cost of living. And it was always like minimal, right? Like 2%, 3%. Well, now inflation, you know, has gone, has spiked. And so depending on the area of the economy you're looking at, so like food versus gas versus car, it's not even amongst all of those. So definitely people who have to commute for their jobs are going to feel it a lot more than people that, you know, don't have to commute because the gas prices are so much higher, right? And then heating a house is so much. So absolutely, I always advocate for asking for a raise. And then you could try citing and let us know how it goes, that your cost of living adjustment needs to be you know, a lot higher than 2%, yeah. given how inflate, how inflation, how high inflation is right now. And then the reason inflation is high, one of the factors is because we're raising interest rates, right? So the Fed is raising interest rates. So you and I were both very lucky and bought houses and you had your snake infestation and I've had a myriad of different problems. But the benefit of buying the houses when we did is we got very low interest rates. And so Besides inflation, right now, mortgage rates have jumped substantially from where they were because they're increasing the interest rate. So I think the mortgage rates are just under 6% right now. Yeah. Um, I think the snake infestation was like karma's way of being like, hey, you got really low rates on your mortgage. Yeah. So now I'm going to throw some snakes, snakes in your yeah. house. <laughs> you won on this side of the equation, but we're going to give you some snakes. Also, for those wondering, these are not small snakes we're talking about. (laughs) These are Google a black rat snake and tell me if you would want those. (laughs) And what you found out, which is the most terrifying part of the snake thing, is that snakes, despite not having arms or legs, can go up upward in your walls. Yeah. Did you know that snakes can just go straight up? (laughs) I don't know. It's like magic. You know what my guy told me? This is, I'm so sorry to horrify everyone listening, but he told me a mouse can fit through a hole the size of your pinky and a snake can fit through a hole the size of two pinkies. So I'm always like walking around the exterior of my house with my pinky, like, oh God. Can anything get in there? (laughs) Yeah. Terrifying. 
So you got it. You you won with the interest rate. You did not win with the snakes. <laughs> life gives and life takes. That's how right. it works. It's always a seesaw. So right now, I think that some people I've heard people say, "Well, I wanted to buy a house, but now the mortgage rates are higher, and they are higher." But I don't think if it's you know your goal to buy a house, it's still interest rates are still relatively low if you looked at historical data. So also wild back in the early 80s mortgage rates were like 16 to 18 percent can you imagine and you can always refinance right if rates Mm -hmm. go down again yeah if rates go down again you can always refinance i think they might go up so i think the best trick is and i feel like we've talked about this and you can take our, our class future rich online and this is free and we go over i do a housing example But if you did a 30-year fixed mortgage and you make one extra principal-only payment a year for the life of your mortgage, you can cut off almost seven years. So you can save a lot of interest, which effectively lowers what you're paying. So that's a really easy way to kind of pay less on your mortgage in terms of interest since rates are rising. Wow. I feel like if there's one thing I've learned from you, Barb, and I've learned a lot of things from you in the last (laughs) five years, but... Principal only payments mm-hmm. are that girl. Yes, they are your friend. Always your friend. And we no should... lending institution is ever going to call you up and be like, I have an idea how you can save some money on the loan we just gave you. Right. I was getting my nails done, which I don't always do, as you know, because I like to save my money. But I was getting my nails done and my nail lady was saying they were trying to build a house and everything got delayed with COVID, right? And then cost of materials has gone up because as we talked about inflation, right? So that went up. And then so this is like the triple whammy. Now she hasn't locked in a mortgage because they were going to be building. So you don't get to keep that rates until they start, right? Oh, so now, interesting. Yeah. So now interest rates are higher. Cost of supplies are higher. So it's kind of, she's getting hit from all sides. Oh. So I was like, well, you we just do the principal only. Like if you can afford it, you could always do the principal only payment and you'll save a bunch in interest over 30 years because you pay all your interest up front. So you're doing that interest only payment or principal only payment. It's knocking off how much interest is being accrued. She's like, well, the bank didn't tell me. I was like, oh, the bank is not going to tell you because it's you're saving so much money. They don't, they want to make as much money. They're in business. Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason why they lend is to get that interest. So they're not going to tell you that. Yeah. And if you notice with the rising rate, so if you're looking at your savings account right now, even though mortgage rates have jumped substantially in a year, they're not paying very much more in your savings account. That's like the last place you see the rate increase. You know, it's always a game. You just have to know your different strategies. So yeah, the principal only payment is always a winner. Life's a game and it's very, very confusing. (laughs) Barb, you're here to help. We try and make it as easy as possible. So I feel like those are all my little lingo words that I hear being thrown around. Um, Is there anything else? Do we want to talk about the student loan forgiveness stuff? Or is that like too into the weeds? I know we've done some social posts on those. Yeah, so it sounds like we're still suspended for payments, which is great. So if you think, so we have to see what's going to happen with student loan forgiveness. So for people who are still suspended, what I like, and I think I've said this before on the podcast, is you can, since you're saving money on that, you can put that in an emergency fund, but keep it available because if your loans are not forgiven, because I think some people had hesitated whether to kind of make progress on their loans during this time frame or 
if they were making the mistake on trying to get them paid off during this time frame. So one right. way to kind of hedge your bet is you could continue to save the money as if you wanted to try and pay them off and not pay them off and kind of wait to see what happens. Um, and okay. I know that they're making adjustments to the public loan forgiveness program to hopefully make that more efficient, which would be amazing because we've had some guests on that have been through that successfully, which not everyone has been. And then I think we're going to have to wait and see kind of what happens with the rest of it in terms of if any amount will be forgiven. Right. I know lots of stuff going on, right? Yeah. <laughs> the market, inflation, rising rates, mortgages, student loans. They always keep, the government always keeps us on our toes. They like to keep it exciting, don't they? Oh, they really do. <laughs> they really do. I get, and I guess the other, wait, does that answer? Do you think that answers all the little lingo things that are being thrown around in the news these days? I think so. I feel like we covered the broad ones at least. Okay. And if you have any other, you can always shoot us a DM on Instagram. I'm always perusing our messages we to make sure. We love DMs. I know I say that every time I'm on here, but like truly I love when that little message button pops up and we get to hear from you guys. Yeah. So please send us DMs. And I, I guess the other exciting thing is finally have compliance approval to teach the coaching class. Yay. Yay. The, the class we've been teasing for so long. So long. I know. Also, I got COVID twice, so that's a lady. Yeah, as well. that'll do it. It's the 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 two C's, COVID and compliance. And that's why yeah. you guys haven't seen the coaching program yet. It really, it's been a battle. I got COVID and then I had to deal with compliance, which is fine. It just a little bit adds another layer. And then, and I then got, you got COVID again. And then I got COVID again because I didn't think that you could get it. I thought those antibodies were good. Apparently, it's literally just 90 days because 120 <laughs> days later, I got it again. And On day 91, your body was like, body I was am like, done with this. Yes. Like, oh, I'm, goodbye antibodies. Yes. So I would not recommend COVID. Um, but in all seriousness, no. we've been having <laughs> some rough few months behind the scenes. So thank you for sticking with us uh, while we get our shit together because yeah. the coaching program is going to be really, really fun. We're so excited about it. Um, Super pumped. The whole reason I'm doing it is because I feel like more women should be in this field. It offers a lot of really great advantages. So flexibility, technically unlimited income, depending you know on how much you want to work. And you get to work with great people and you get to help people figure out their finances. I just, I think it's a really great business to, to be in. And I feel like I see so many women in real estate. And I have to tell you, I just love watching those real estate shows. Oh, gosh. I have love. you heard about Chriselle and G Flip? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I, <laughs> I follow Chriselle. I texted everyone I knew. I was so excited. Um, I also follow Emma. I like really want to try these empanadas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I love real estate. But there's just not that there's a lot that whole office is female. You know, yeah. Besides, Jason where and are Brett, the female? We just don't have that in personal finance, and I find that the industries. You know, obviously, I have a preference. I think finance is better because the difference is with real estate. Obviously, you see each of their deals. They, you know, sell a house, they get a deal. But with personal finance, you can build the business differently so that it's recurring revenue. So that once you build your clients up, those are your clients. And you should know approximately what your revenue on that should be every year versus real estate's more transactional. You They sell a house, they buy a house, and then obviously they don't buy and sell one probably, you know, except for the developers. If you, if you watch Selling Sunset, 
but you see all different people. So they're dealing with multiple people and then they don't know what they're going to make every year. Yeah. So if you have been toying with the idea of a career change or just need something new in your life, yeah, get in if touch. you're part of the great resignation. <laughs> yes. I feel like we should now be in what's the stage after the great resignation. It's like the great re-jobbing. Re- the, yeah, re-jobbing? We'll, think of a, we'll think of a better term than that. But Entrepreneuring? The, yeah. Well, the point is, we're starting the coaching program as soon as next month, right, Barb? Yep. So we're in May. We're going to start it. The first session will be at the end of June. There'll be a registration page to sign up. It will be live, virt- live virtual, right? So that you can be anywhere in the country to attend, but it will only be for those who have registered and paid. It'll be over the course of it's five live sessions with me and it'll go over everything you need to know to get into this as a career. And since it is live, we are going to be capping registration. Oh, yeah. So get in quick. There will be more sessions. So if if you don't make it into this first one, you'll be first in line for the next one. Um, do not fret. But yeah. But yeah, I'm excited because I want to get some more women into this and help some people. I've made all the mistakes. I'll tell you everything not to do and everything (laughs) you should do. Barb figured it all out. So you don't have to. Exactly. So we will link on this podcast, uh, where to register for the coaching program and what the dates and times are going to be. And I look forward to getting to see some of you in person, virtually in person. Virtual is in person these days. Yeah, I feel like true. seeing seeing you in person means seeing you on Zoom. Zoom. Perfect. Well, Potter, thanks for coming on. It's always fun to chat. Yeah, thanks for having me. And then for all of our lovely listeners, we will post the registration in the show notes. If you have any other questions about any other lingo, shoot us a DM and I will be sure to get back to you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.